Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Let's Talk Low Vision, brought to you by the Council of Citizens with Low Vision International. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshta, and I'll be your host. Tonight, we have our special guest, Mr. Jim Jurek, who's going to tell us about the upcoming ACB CCLVI conference that will be held in Reno. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Jim Jurek. Welcome to the yeah. show, Jim. No, I appreciate the opportunity, and hopefully we'll generate some interest with this, with this topic. Oh, I think so. You know, every okay. year when people go to the conference, uh, they always have a great time. It's a lot of fun, and I think that this year in particular, they're going to learn about all sorts of things related to low vision. So, uh, Jim, how did you get involved with ACB and CCLVI? It was back in May of 1989 when I was the ripe old age or young age of 20. I was um, in graduated high school back in uh, May of 87 and was learning at that point to use the white cane uh, from our services for the visually impaired here in Nebraska. And an individual and I had kind of paired up to kind of work with each other, and and there are some maybe that heard of the name Lorraine Banbury then became Lorraine Cole when she got divorced. She since passed away. But she and I have, um, you know, started, you know, cane travel together. And she had told me a little bit about ACB back in the late 80s. Now, being 20 years old and not as vocal and opinionated as I am now, and I didn't know any better, she called me up one Saturday, one day in May and says, now, Jim, she says, here's what we're going to do. She says, you are going to come to an ACB meeting. You are going to get involved. You're going to enjoy it. And that's where it's going to be. And of course, I didn't talk back to her because I figured she's my older and I was taught to respect your elders. So I went to an Omaha chapter meeting and I listened and guys, I was hooked. That was it. I was just, I was drawn in. I was passionate about what they were talking about. I was enthusiastic and whatever else. So my parents and I were going to go to D.C. the next year to see the sites, the Capitol, the White House, Smithsonian, whatever it was. And Lorraine called me up in March or April and says, you're going to go to the National Convention. And that year it was in Denver. And she says, you're going to go, you're going to get involved, you're going to shut up, and you're going to like it. <laughs> So, again, being 21, because I turned 21 in June of 89, and not knowing any better, I we listened to her. Denver, folks, was my first convention, and I was hooked. I was, like I said, with the Omaha, I was drawn in. I wanted to get involved. So if you're going to be in Denver, and, of course, we have family in Denver, so I spent some time with family there, too. So, and I'm looking through the program. At that time, I had a vision that could read the large print with. And so I'm thinking, what am I going to do besides go to the general session in the morning and the exhibits and that? And then I come across this thing called Council of Citizens with Low Vision. At that time, we weren't international. We didn't have the ISD, and it was just CCRV. So I'm looking through the program, and I'm kind of intrigued at some of the program. And, of course, I kind of thought, you know, I'd check it out and see what it was. So I go in my first year at National Convention, I go into the room, meeting room, the first 
day of the CCLVI programming session. Of course, I'm taking this church. I sit in the back of the room. That way, in case of fire, I can be the first one out <laughs> or, or trample to death. And so, at any rate, so in, I was just impressed with the programming. I couldn't tell you to this day what it was, but I remember thinking at the time I was impressed. And that was the time when Pat Price was president and answering the toll-free number in Indiana. So, Pat, you know, I went through some of these meetings and that, and Nebraska's state convention that year was in August, and it's customary to have board members come to a national convention. So, Pat would happen to be in in uh, the board member coming to Nebraska, and we were in central Nebraska, and I, and I said, Pat, I went up and talked to her, and I you know, I was kind of impressed with CCLV and with what you folks do. And she said, well, good, here's the application. You ought to join for life. At that time, life membership was 150 bucks. And so I'm thinking, you know, that doesn't sound like it's too bad of a deal. So um, I thought about it, called her up about three, four days later, and said, my check is in the mail. And so that was my first introduction to CCLVI back in the 90s. Back in 2000, and of course, I've obviously been a member ever since, been going to some of the programming, programs and that. And so back in 2007, I believe it was, or no, it was 2000, yeah, 2007, in Minneapolis, Bernice Kandarian called me up. And for those of you that don't know Bernice, she liked to get people involved that were fairly young because she told me, she said, Jim, she says, we're all going to die off one of these days and we're going to have to make sure that you young people are involved. So she says, how would you like to be on the nominating committee? And I thought, I don't know anybody on the national level at Eagle Vision then, other than just a couple of folks. And she says, well, she says, your job is this. You go, you run the meeting, it's up to the the presidents of each of the chapters to put forth names. You read them on the floor and that's it. So I figure, how hard can that be? So I did that. And in 2008, Joyce Kleiber called me up when I'm into the revision access, and she says, how would you like to be on the board? <laughs> I said, not particularly, but I said, if you can't find somebody else to do it, I'll do it. So either they didn't look that hard or nobody else wanted it, and I was on the board. Back in 2010, I believe it was, when Richard was president, he said, Jimmy said, how would you like to write the, rewrite the Constitution because our Constitution hasn't been updated since 1979? And I'm thinking, what do I know about a Constitution? So I told him, if you couldn't find somebody else, I'd do it. So 2012, I finally got around to doing it. And in 2012, we were in Louisville. And Richard indicated he wasn't going to run for president anymore because he was, you know, wanted to devote more time to his career. And, he said, Jimmy says, you want to think about running for president? I said, Richard, absolutely not. There's no way it's going to happen because I don't have the knowledge that you and Bernice and whoever else does. So he and I were going to meet with a mutual friend of ours and a couple other folks for dinner. So I'm in my hotel room, and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, do I really want to run for president? And so I had a couple of beer before dinner. And at that point, I thought, you know what? Why not give it a try see what happens? Because I thought to myself, there's absolutely no way 
somebody from the Midwest, i.e. Nebraska, is going to get elected president because of the name recognition. So I told Richard, I said, Richard, I'm going to run for president. I, and I think I shocked him a little bit. And he says, okay, well, we'll talk about it. <laughs> so we talked about it. And a couple of things happened. I think there was somebody else going to run at the time that they really didn't want to see get in there for whatever reason. So Donna talked to me, Richard talked to me, and I'm thinking, well, you know, I'll put my name in the hat and see what happens, but I'm not going to get elected. By the time that convention was closed, I was elected president. And I thought, how did that happen? You know, kind of like Donald Trump didn't expect to be elected president back in November either, but how did that happen? So then in 2012 or 11, I think it was, I was served as convention chair because the current convention chair at that point resigned. I have been doing membership for CCLVI since 2013 and as well as planning the convention for 15 or 14, 15, 16, and now for 17. So that's the long and short of my involvement with ACB and CCLVI. Well, you know what? You are a perfect example of what it is to be a member of ACB and CCLVI. And even though you didn't really have experience, you took these positions and you did a great job. I think that is fantastic. I did a job, whether it's great, probably open for debate. But, you know, the job got done. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, you know, I I can't even remember what the year was. You have a great memory, but the first meeting that I went to, it was in Arizona. And I believe Richard might have been the president at that time. I think so. That's when the book idea was conceived, wasn't it? Back in yeah. Phoenix, back in 2010? Yeah, yes. But uh, Richard was somebody I had never met before. And uh, for those of you who don't know Richard Rueda, he is the gentleman that we were talking about was a past president. But he, he was so friendly. And he invited me to dinner with another one of his friends. And it was really wonderful for me to be there and to meet people because I was asked to go there and to be one of the presenters and to lecture. And my thought was, this is going to be a really, really a boring convention. There are just going to be a bunch of old people who are going to complain. And when I went there... I was so happy to see there were so many young people and the events that they had. They were really, really a lot of fun, and they also had some really good presentations. So, Jim, what about about this year? What do you have planned for the convention this year? When is it, and where is it? Um... What do we have planned? Absolutely nothing. No, I'm kidding. I'll go run down that in a minute. Uh, I'll answer that question in a minute, but I want to piggyback off of what you said about Richard, because when I took over presidency, as I say, I didn't know what I was doing. And Richard says, he says, you know what we're going to do? He says, we're going to have a conference call, or a call. When you get back to Nebraska and I get back to California, we're going to kind of figure, I'm going to be available if you want to ask questions. So he called me up a couple weeks afterwards and said, do you have any questions? And, of course, we talked about some things. So Richard was right there. He was, if I had a question, I'd pick up the phone, send him an email, call him. He'd say, here's what I would, here's what I would do, but you're president, do what you want. So he was, he was right there. He was my right-hand man. I appreciate that. Um, where is the convention? The convention is in Sparks, Nevada. It's a suburb of Reno. And we say Reno because people don't know where Sparks is. Uh, 
the overall dates of the convention are June 30th to July 7th, with the first ACB tour starting on Friday the 30th and the last tour concluding on Friday the 7th. We're at the, um, at the, uh, where are we at? Uh, we're in a hotel, so i got to look it up. Uh, we're at, thank you. The uh, Nugget, um, room rate, I believe, is $81 plus taxes and fees and whatever else. So, uh, And I usually tell people if you're going to go to a national convention, give or take, you know, plan on about 1500 bucks if you stay the entire week. It's give or take. Could be a little more, a little less, depending on activities and tours and whatever else you want to do. The CCLVI part of the convention runs from July 1 to July 5. And I know that I have a couple of my committee members on here. I know Angelo's here and Leslie's here. I don't know if Sarah joined joined in yet or not, uh, or Richard. But what I'd like to do, if people don't object, is kind of run down the program, let everybody know what's on the agenda that way when pre-registration opens up on the 24th of May and closes the 20th of June, uh, you can forget about everything and just concentrate on CCLVI stuff. Of course, the other stuff's important, too. So, um, so. On Saturday, July 1, we're going to start out with a pre-convention board meeting. Uh, that's mainly going to be the reading of constitutional amendments, resolutions, and whatever other pre-convention stuff that comes up. Uh, that runs from 9 until noon or until we get done, which hopefully is noon. Uh, so that's that. Uh, 3.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. on that same day is a long-standing tradition that CCLVI has been doing since, I don't know how many years. I think it's been a number of years. Uh, it's the, uh, it's our CCLVI mixer. Now, the purpose of the mixer is not to come in and have pizza and and a veggie tray and drink some of our adult beverages or soda, although that is a nice perk. The reason behind that mixer is to meet the 2017 Fred Scheiger scholarship winners. Now, for those that don't know Fred Scheiger, he's been a longtime member of CCLVI. He's a life member, life member of ACB, and he, for a number of years, has been donating funds uh, for the Fred Scheiger scholarship that we talked about back in January. He donates his own money. He gives away three $3,000 scholarships, one to an incoming freshman in college, undergraduate, and a graduate student in college. Uh, so those, um, they will be announced there at that point, who they are and where they're from. But I can tell you all of the scholarship winners are from the East Coast. Freshman winner is from Ohio. No, the freshman winner is from Connecticut. The undergraduate is Ohio. And the graduate, I believe, is Louisiana or Mississippi. I believe it's Louisiana. So, so coming, yeah, that's like I say, 2 to 5 So we hope that you uh, make time out to, to come and, and be a part of that. Sunday, um, and Dr. Bill, you may want to discuss this. Dr. Bill is going to be yeah, in, the, in Reno this year, Sparks, and he's going to be a panel presenter. He's going to talk about what's new in 
uh, low, low vision. Uh, you want to touch on that, Dr. Go briefly, what your topic is going to be in? Yes. Uh, there's many new developments in low vision aids and technology that could help people with low vision to be able to read, uh, to be able to see distant objects, to even use the computer. So I'm going to review some of these latest advances, and I believe that most of these companies will be in our exhibit halls. I'll also be touching a bit about a lot of the new clinical trials that are being performed to help to restore vision for people with many different eye diseases. Sunday afternoon, the 3rd of July, I believe that is, from 1.15 to 2.30. Uh, so you might want to clear your schedule for that. That could be an, that'd be an interesting topic. Then moving on, and this is why I was hoping uh, Richard would hear you talk about this. We uh, it's been a long-standing tradition, just like the Fred Seiger or the uh, CCOVI scholarship mixer, to have a low vision vendor showcase, and that it'll be running from Sunday from 2:45 to 4 o'clock. And Cliff Notes version. Uh, what that is, we usually have three or four vendors, five, whatever it is, come in from the exhibit hall and touch on some of the new available devices or products that, you know, is out there for low vision folks to take advantage of. Uh, and they don't give away free samples, unfortunately, but at least it whets your appetite on what's out available and maybe get you in the exhibit hall, get their exhibit table, look further at it, and have purchased the product. Sunday, July 2nd, we're also going to try something different. Normally, our, we have a you know the monthly series, Let's Talk Low Vision, and which is usually the third Tuesday. However, July, there will not be a Let's Talk Low Vision call the third Tuesday in July. Instead, we're going to do it live in Nevada, uh, July 2nd, which is Sunday, at 7.15 to 8.30, and Vicki Parker has agreed to do that. Uh, actually, it's 7.15 to 8.30 is what the time frame on that. And, Dr. Bill, you want to touch on that since Vicki's not on the call, what that might be about, and try to entice people to show up there as well? Yeah, this is going to be a really great session. Uh, for those of you who don't know Vicki, Vicki is a uh, psychoanalyst, and she does provide different types of therapy for people who do suffer from low vision. And she herself was born with low vision. So we're basically going to be doing a question and answer session where I'll be asking her specific questions. And we think this is going to be very helpful to allow people who have uh, fear and anxiety, uh, many other types of difficulties, she's going to give us strategies on how to overcome a lot of these difficult feelings. And if any of you who are in the audience would like to ask additional questions, she's very open to answering those questions as well. So it's going to be very, very good. And I probably can't speak for Vicky or, or you, Dr. Bill, but I'm assuming that we have 715 to 830 set aside. I'm assuming... If people have, still have questions, we're not going to throw people out of the room at 831. You know, I, I, I don't, you know, I, don't I wouldn't think, so. think we'd do that. No. no. I wouldn't think so, yeah. So I just say, you know, come on and show up for that. It's going to be an interesting session. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that, see what, see what's going to materialize. 
And again, that's Sunday from 7.15 to 8.30 or until uh, we get the last question answered. And I will suggest to folks what stay, what's discussed in that room during that session uh, will stay in that room. We're not going to post it on social media, email everybody. With it. It'll stay between those of us that are in that room. So you don't need to feel, you know, intimidated about asking a question or not asking one. So just, just keep that in mind. Uh, moving on to Monday, July 3rd. Now, here we go. This is a topic that I, it's all about you is what it's, is what we're going to call it. It's 1.15 to 2.30, and I don't know if Zelda's on the phone, but I know Leslie, you are. You want to talk about that, what that's going to entail, Leslie? Yes. Um, it's going to be Zelda Gebhardt and um, Linda Allison and myself. We're going to um, kind of just reach out to the audience, so it's going to be a fun-filled um, event and panel. It's going to be a little bit of yoga, a little bit of laughter, um, and a little bit of about colors and how to do your colors with low vision and just anything you'd like to share with us, the panel, the panel and, and the audience. So it's going to be a really, a really unique um, panel and really fun and interactive and this is not going to be just the panelists, you know, talking. It's going to be all interactive. So it should be exciting. We're, we're all looking forward to it and, um, Hope everybody comes and joins us. And now we will cut off at 2.30 because we're on a schedule. And 2.45 to 4 o'clock is Sarah's, Sarah Conrad's idea. She's an ACB board member as well as CCLVI board member. Uh, advocacy jump start. Uh, and Leslie, you want to talk about that too since Sarah's not on the call, what that might entail? Do you feel comfortable doing that? Yeah, um, so the, um, Sarah Conrad has had come up with this idea. She is our chair of the advocacy um, committee, and she's, we're going to have this panel um, just to talk about the, um, the new bill um, for the Medicare Demonstration um, Act and um, um, some other issues with Alan Peterson, which is um, another ACB board member, and uh, Ken Stewart. So it should be very interesting, uh, very informative. So, um, again, please come to this and bring lots of questions. Tuesday, July 4th, um, we want you to skip the fireworks because you can't see them anyway. So come to CCLVI's business meeting. <laughs> well, yeah, noise, you know, yeah. Uh, one fifteen to 5 o'clock is our business meeting. That will be contain elections, constitutional adoption, Resolution, adoption, if there's any, and so on and so forth. So 1.15 to 5 o'clock, you can see some fireworks there rather than go watch the fireworks outside. Um, but I tell you what, though, 8 o'clock to 11 o'clock. Now, Angela, you're on the on phone. I need you to jump off and mute there. 8 o'clock to 11 o'clock. It's a longstanding tradition. The CCLVI does game night. Uh, game night this year is going to consist of, of Theme Jeopardy and Name That Tune. Angela, Leslie, either one of you two, both of you want to talk about what that, how that might work or how that might, what that might entail? Okay, um, well, we're going to do, uh, Name That Tune. We'll have a CD and, uh, uh, we're going to be doing blind um, entertainers and um, 
and there will be a buzzer for if someone to like to say no, the answer. Um, and same thing with uh, Jeopardy. You know, we'll, we'll work as a group at the table, and we'll uh, hit the buzzer. There's many categories about uh, blind entertainers, uh, politicians, uh, um, art, and uh, performers. So um, it ought to be really fun. Just, uh, you know, have fun and uh, bring your thirst. That's right, because we're paying for a cash bar. I mean, we're not paying for the drinks. We're paying to have a cash bar be there. There, yeah. That's exactly right. So bring your thirst and bring your um, bring your money to buy the drinks. Um, we're also going to have salty popcorn, too. Right, and we're also going to have a prize, um, a couple of prizes. We're going, to have, we're going to have some goodies for everybody that comes, and then we're going to have some prizes for the first-place team, second- and third-place team. So we're, we're doing that um, as a donation. That was given as a donation to CCLVI for game night. So it's exciting. So we hope everybody comes out and has a great time. Angelo and Zelda are going to be the host and Richard. Um, so they'll all be up there entertaining everybody and having a good time. Jim will be taking tickets at the door. And so you can all meet Jim if you haven't met him. He's a wonderful guy, um, just like he had Richard as his his guide. And when he was president, I've had him and Charlie and Robert and the whole board behind me as being president. So it's it's we're all a big family, and we want everybody to come out and have a good time at game night. That's exactly right, Dan. And I will I will suggest to folks that I do have the buzzers here. They were just sent to me last week. I haven't opened the box yet. I assume everything's there. It's just a matter of getting that stuff to, to Nevada. So we will have them there, and like I say, come on out and and have fun and have a couple drinks in the process. Yeah. Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday, July 5th, the last day of the event for CCLVI. Uh, actually, there's two of them. Uh, 1.15 to 2.30 p.m. Wednesday, we are going to have Traveling Through the Ages. This is going to be a panel that that's going to talk about insights in traveling the world with vision loss. Uh, that's going to talk about um, detailed ways from trip planning, uh, setting up guided tours, and navigating vast global transit systems. We've got a lot of experts in that field, or they, they're self-proclaimed experts as far as they're concerned, Katie Frederick is going to be one of the panelists. She's the executive director of ACB Ohio. Peggy uh, Worthington, or Peggy Ivey, she's a retired senior travel consultant. Richard Retta and um, Kathy Schmidt-Wittiger, who is the president, I mean, the um, committee chair of the uh, Janensky Scholarship. They're all going to talk about their... Uh, their travel uh, experiences and perhaps shed some light and give you some guidance on how you can uh, travel overseas and come back in one piece. Um, the last item on that agenda is a lengthy item that was, time-wise that is, 2.45 until 7. You don't have to stay the entire time. Come in, you know, have a drink, something to eat, and then leave if you want. 2.45 until 7. This is Leslie's idea. I'll let her talk about it. CCLVI Open House. Leslie? 
So we decided to do from 2.45 to 7. Like Jim said, you don't have to come the whole time. Um, it's an open house reception. We would like for you just to come and have a drink on us and um, some, you know, little snacks and get to know us, um, the board and the officers and um, all our other members. And then hopefully we get to have new members and old members and just talk about all our good experiences that we've had all during the week and um, just, you know, drum up new business and get new members and and, uh, it's going to be a really good time and... It's just an open house reception, so you can come in and out. You don't have to stay the whole time, like Jim said. So it's from 2.45 to 7. So hope you all show up. That's a great idea. Yeah. And I just want to throw out there, you know, the membership to become a member of CCLVI, it's very affordable. What is the membership for one year, Jim? Uh, at large, is 15 $15. Gosh, you can't even buy a drink for $15 in some bars, right? <laughs> uh, well, that depends on what you drink, but you're right. You, <laughs> you know, we're going to have a special this year. We're going to give you a membership for 15 bucks. That's wow. our membership discount this year. Yeah, no, it is, it is a good value. You join for life, you know, if you want to join for life. I think life now is 300 so. Great. Dr. Well, Bill Leslie, it, really <laughs> it is really a wonderful, wonderful organization, CCLVI. Um, I came in, in it when Jim was president, and um, it has just opened my eyes up to a whole new family um, and has really, really taught me a lot. So I encourage people that are not members and have low vision and don't know where to fit in, you know, come come to our open house reception, come to one of our events, come up to Jim and say hi, myself, Angelo, Zelda, Sarah, um, Richard, Charlie Glazer, he's our immediate past president, uh, Robert Spangler, Linda Allison. We're all going to be there all week long, so and we're all approachable, and we'd love to just chat with you, you know, and get to know people. Yeah, I think that's really a great, great idea for people to do that. And the other thing is that if you do become a member of CCLVI, the friendships you make are going to be wonderful but these other members of CCLVI, they will teach you how to live, how to go to school, how to get jobs, how to play, how to do all of these things with low vision. And it, it really, for me, it really has improved my quality of life. Even though I'm totally blind, I still learn things from the people that are there. Um, if anybody has any questions... Jim, what's the phone number or the email address that they would contact if they just want more information about CCLVI? Uh, phone number was recently changed back in April. It is now um, 844-460-0625. Again, 844-460-0625. Uh, information about CCLVI in general or the convention? In general, and the convention, how about both? Is it on the website? Um, I don't know if the info address is on the website or not. Uh, general questions could be sent to info, at info at cclvi.org. Again, info at cclvi.org. Convention, you can probably direct them to me since I'm the convention chair, and I would hope I would know the answer. My email is jim. That's J-I-M 
dot J-I-R-A-K at C-C-L-V-I dot org. Again, Jim dot Yurak, that's J-I-M dot J-I-R-A-K at C-C-L-V-I dot O-R-G. And uh, the last bit of news I, I learned today regarding the conference is when you do fly into the Reno airport, there are shuttles that will take you to the hotel. So that's also a very nice convenience. Exactly, uh, yeah. Let's see. Does anybody out there have any questions for Leslie or Jim? Well, this is really great information, and we really look forward to seeing all of you at this great CCLVI con- convention in Reno. So uh, if you have any other questions, again, please remember to call Jim or Leslie at the number that they have given. Okay? So thank you very, very much, and we look forward to seeing you in July. Good night, everybody. Mm -hmm.